The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Someone that knows that this service and this week will be a special one. Still shouted a louder amen. Hallelujah. Help me high five your neighbor. You can be seated in God's presence. And very quickly, let's open to 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18. We're going to be celebrating with the children today. So please bear with us. Yesterday was Children's Day. Hallelujah. So I took my children to go and buy some things. And then, of course, we were planning to share it with them. My children said, ah, Daddy, this is only for children. So you and mommy are not eating out of all this one. And I said, your mommy and I too are children. We are children of God. <laughs> I was able to silence them with that argument. So parents, if you don't know the argument, put it in your ass now. If that one doesn't work, I have another one I shared with them that, see, every parent is somebody's child. So we too, we are celebrating Children's Day today. But every child is not necessarily a parent. You have to grow to a level to become a parent. So with those two arguments, I was able to silence them for now. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. And I want to share, I said that towards Delhi especially because um, there's a way you can silence the enemy with arguments. That's what the Bible teaches us. Arguments founded on God's word. And I want to talk to you about that very briefly. Using this story here or this testimony, let's not call it a story, in First Kings chapter 18. Hallelujah. We've talked about what was going on at this time in our preparations towards supernatural. I remember what Paul told the Corinthians, says the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, they are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Casting down arguments. Casting down lies of the devil. Or thoughts contrary to what God has planned for you. you. You take the weapons that God has given you and you use them to defeat whatever the devil is trying to tell you that is contrary to God's word. Is the devil telling you that you are not going to be healed? or you are not going to prosper, or you are not going to make it, or you are not going to experience the rain. You need to have an argument from the word of God that can silence the avenger, silence the enemy. Hallelujah. And you need to know how to do that. And I believe that's what Elijah taught us here. One of the things we've shared is that if you are going to experience the rain in our midweek series, we talked about the flow of the Spirit. God has ordained for you to experience the flow of the Spirit. 
and we know from scriptures, rain there is one of the things the Bible uses to typify the Holy Spirit. It's a natural phenomenon, a natural symbol that we can... Nobody has seen the Holy Spirit. Nobody has seen God. We have all these paintings of Jesus, and there was no camera in those days. So at best, people just used historical records and imagination to depict their own interpretation of Jesus. And the person that thought Jesus was light-skinned painted him light-skinned. And the person that thought Jesus was black-skinned painted him black-skinned. The person that thought he had black eyes gave him black eyes. The person that thought he had brown eyes gave him brown eyes. The person that thought he had a long beard gave him a long beard. The one that had, he had a short beard. I think everybody agrees that he had beard. That one, there's no connection. Because in those days, men, full-grown men always had beard. So the Bible uses these things to try to give us a picture of how it works, how God works in your life. The good thing is it's not based on the color of his skin or the color of his eyes or the length of his beard. But when the Bible tells us it's like rain, it begins to give you a picture of how God and how the Spirit of God will operate in your life and operate in your affairs. He's going to walk like rain. And we said rain flows. River flows. Oil flows. And one of the things that we we taught on that you must deal with in your life is drought. That's what was happening here in this scenario with Elijah, there was a drought. In fact, it was God that called for this drought. And you can study what led to that. These people were backsliding. They are drawn away from God. And God proclaimed the drought. Now, the time had come, this is where we catch up with in 1 Kings 18 here, where the mercy of God and the faithfulness of God and the justice of God had now come to a point where God was going to turn their story from drought to rain. Three years, three and a half years had come and gone. Hallelujah. Scripture says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. And I announced to somebody again this morning, your season of joy has come. Your season of laughter has come. Your season of triumph has come. Hallelujah. So you could imagine the kind of thoughts and imaginations that was perhaps in people's hearts and minds. Ah, no drought. Everything has been dry for three and a half years. It looked like that. It felt like that. But Elijah now knew that God had signified something in his spirit or in the heavens that no, the situation is about to change. Verse 41 of 1 Kings 18, Then Elijah said to Ahab the king, Go up, eat and drink, for 
there is the sound of abundance of rain. Hallelujah. There is the sound of abundance of rain. The argument in Ahab's head, who was the king, or probably he's thought an expectation, so he wasn't eating anymore, he wasn't drinking. In other words, he wasn't really in a joyful state or a joyful mood. I mean, you won't be if you are in a drought for three and a half years. If something has been going on, financial drought, health drought, a family drought, these things tend to make you sorrowful. But the word of God had come to Elijah, and it was a word that he just sensed in his spirit. There was no evidence that there was rain, or there was going to be rain. It was as dry as it was yesterday. Hallelujah. It was as dry as it was last week, last month, last year, for the last three years. But the man of God sensed something that God had put in his heart. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. I proclaim that over somebody in this house. In whatever area of your life where there has been drought, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. So as we are praying for rain in this final week, and by the way, I want to invite you again to join us. We are kicking the prayers to another level starting from tomorrow. We are having 12 hours of prayer every day. It's going to be a prayer-thon from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. Please join us. Download the um, Telegram app if you've not done it. We'll, we'll give you all the details again in the announcements. Just join us because you, you see that's what Elijah did here. And that, that, this is the lesson. How do you cast down a contrary argument, a contrary situation? How do you deal with something contrary that is in your life being enforced by the enemy? And any way we look at it, that drought was never God's will for the people of Israel. Yes, it was God that told Elijah to announce the drought, but God never wants drought for his people. It was their sin which Satan tempted them to live by that really brought the drought. When God pronounces judgment, whether Old Testament or, fine, we are under grace. It's not like God judges us like that. But a day will come, God is going to judge the world. It's not because God is wicked or God wants to punish people. No, that's, that's the devil at work. But the good news is weeping may endure for a night joy comes in the morning. So after that three and a half years, God now wanted to draw the people back. And God gave them that word. Rain is coming. He did not look like it. Hallelujah. Verse 42 tells us, I, I love this. Ahab hearkened to the voice of the man of God. He just responded to what the man of God told him. And please understand that Ahab was not particularly a holy or a righteous person, but he went to eat and to drink. But watch what Elijah did. And this is where we start drawing lesson. Lesson number one is that he proclaimed what God said, even though the evidence did not look like it. He proclaimed rain. 
Help me ask your neighbor, are you calling rain in your life? Ask your other neighbor, are you feeling your clouds? Let that neighbor respond. Because maybe perhaps that person has not been praying with us, has not been believing with us, has not been declaring with us. The whole purpose of this supernatural, like I said, is to help you set your expectation. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Hallelujah. There is the sound of abundance of rain. Let me bring it to where you are. There is the sound of abundance of healing. There is the sound of abundance of prosperity. There is the sound of abundance of promotion. Abundance of increase. How about this for somebody? There is the sound of abundance of mercy. Abundance of favor. For you. So go and eat and drink. Hallelujah. You've been sorrowful for too long. You've been sad for too long. You've been depressed for too long. You've been disappointed for too long. Begin to rejoice. James taught us that. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials, temptations, and tests. And that's what Elijah was getting the king ready for. Notice the rain had not started falling. But it was setting the king up for what he was doing. And the king listened to him. Praise God. Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel. How do you cast down imaginations, arguments? God is telling you rain. Satan is showing you drought. How do you deal with it? Number one, you declare the word. You agree with what God said. Isaiah 55. I'm wanting to share that text. Please pause here. Quickly go to Isaiah 55. That's what Isaiah taught us in Isaiah 55. I've been skirting around that text for a while. I think I touched on it briefly on Wednesday. But please go, go back there. Isaiah 55. Hallelujah. Let's start from verse 6. And this is very instructive. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. This is what Jesus did when he came to the baptism of John. You've got to be sensitive to your season. What does it mean while, while the God, God is near? Does that mean God is going to travel to Australia next week? No. We talked on it. If you are going to experience the flow of the Spirit... You must be sensitive. You must know your season. You must know your time. And the word of God to all of us is your set time to experience favor is now. Hallelujah. So you must be sensitive. Jesus, Jesus didn't come to the baptism of John casually. He sought the Lord while the Lord was near. He called upon the Lord while the word was near. He knew this was my season. Let the wicked forsake his way, the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord. Tap your neighbor and say, return to the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm going to come on what that really means for us. Elijah demonstrated that. Really, what that means, and I'm going to close with this, it means a lot of focus. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have to, you're not going to do other things. But you, 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 you are focused. Turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. 
and to the God of our salvation, and, and, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Praise God. Now, quickly, because of verse 10, for as the rain comes down, and that is what is happening to you right now, the rain is coming down upon your life. I said the rain is coming down upon your life. There is a sound of abundance of rain upon your life. As the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and does not return there, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth and board, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Watch this. And this is what Elijah was doing there. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. It shall prosper. Hallelujah. It shall accomplish what I please. It shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So when Elijah, and this is why we are telling you to do this, to declare rain, to pray for rain, to call rain. When Elijah was telling the king, there is a sound of, he was returning God's word to him. Elijah doesn't have power. I don't have power. Nobody has power to cause the rain to fall. God that told us there will be rain. He's the one that will cause the rain to fall. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? But somebody must stand in faith and return the word of God back to him. And God said, when you return my word. In other words, I sent you a word. I gave you a prophecy. I gave you the theme of a conference. I gave you a revelation. I put a thought in your heart. I gave you a vision. I started causing you to sense something. The appropriate response, and this is how you silence all the drought of the enemies. You take that word and you return it to God in faith by speaking it. The moment Elijah told Ahab, you know, this is how the drought started. God told him, go and announce to Ahab that there will be no rain. Elijah was returning God's word to him. He was just a messenger. And when he was not telling him that there's sound of abundance, he was returning God's word to him. Praise God forevermore. Can you tap your neighbor and say, are you ready to be soaked? Hallelujah. And the rain that will fall upon your life and the word of God that will come to you in this conference, it will not come empty. Amen. That's what God means when he says it shall not return to me void. It will accomplish the plan and purpose of God in your life. It will, it will prosper in what God has sent you to do in your life. If you believe that, shout a louder amen. amen. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Back to 1 Kings 18. So what did Elijah start to do after that? He had proclaimed what God told him and then he began to pray. Hallelujah. He went to Mount Carmel. The Bible said he bowed down on the ground, put his face between his knees. And he began to pray. He began to pray. The word had come. This where this what um, James was talking to us about in James five sixteen, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available that is dynamic in his working. 
And he said, Elijah was like us, a man of like passion. This was like passion. When they said he bowed his head and put it in between his knees. Prayed from his heart. Prayed with passion. Glory, glory be to God. Now watch this. This is where you are, you are casting things down and turning the narrative right side up where Satan is trying to keep you from experiencing what God has in store for you. Verse 43, And he said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked, and he said, There is nothing. Hallelujah. There is nothing. Is there someone in the house this morning on this pre-supernatural Sunday? It looks like there is nothing. There is nothing. That's what it looks like in your finances. That's what it looks like. It looks like there is nothing. So, argument was going on. God is telling you, there is the sound of abundance of rain. Your situation and your circumstances are telling you what? There is the sound of abundance of rain. There is nothing. There is the sound of abundance of rain. There is nothing. There is the sound of abundance. There is nothing. And this is where focus comes in. The Bible says Elijah told him seven times again. Seven times said to him, go again. Go again. In other words, Elijah kept praying and kept pressing into the word of God and kept declaring the word of God. I've prayed, I've not seen anything, go again. I've prayed, I've not seen anything, go again. I've prayed, I've not seen anything, go again. This is how you silence the devil. Glory be to God. And I tell you, this is how you bring forth your strong arguments. He was standing on that word God put in his heart. There is the sound of abundance of rain. And though it looked like what was going on was opposite to what God said, and that opposite situation had been there for a while, three and a half years or thereabout. Oh, hallelujah. Elijah stayed. Tap your neighbor and say, stand on the word. Continue to pray. Maintain your focus. Touch somebody else this morning and say, stand on God's word to you. Believe God's word to you. Believe his prophet. Then continue in the place of prayer. And maintain your focus. Ah, there is nothing can be very, very distracting. Am I talking to somebody this morning? If you are not careful, there is nothing can shut down your prayer life. If you are not careful, there's nothing can extinguish your faith. If you are not careful, there's nothing can steal your hope. But I'm here to tell somebody again, there is the sound of abundance of rain. <laughs> Hallelujah. Over your life. Verse 44, then it came to pass. The seventh time. 
Every time I read scriptures like this, I want to ask somebody, if the seventh time that guy came back, because some people try to make seven a magic number, and there is really nothing wrong with that doctrine or that concept per se. So we have certain, and we can prove it from scriptures. I'm not knocking that down. But just for the purpose of study and really understanding the spirit of the matter. If you really understand what the Bible is telling us here, if the seventh time the guy came back and still said there is nothing, what do you think Elijah would have told him? Talk to me, somebody. If you really understand the spirit of what we are saying, that number one, you receive that word that says that there is rain and you are standing on that word and you are returning that word to God and you are in the place of prayer and you have gone the first time, the second time, the third time, the first week, the second week, the third week, the first month, the second month, the third month. In his own case, the seventh time or the seventh week or the seventh day or the seventh month or the seventh year, whichever one you want to pick, that's when the rain came. But I'm just asking you and teaching this morning, if the seventh time that guy came back and said, sir, there's still nothing, what do you think Elijah will have done? Talk to me, somebody. This is how you shut down the enemy. It's not about the first time or the second time or the third time or the fourth time or the sixth time or the seventh time. It's not about the eighth time or the ninth time or the tenth time. Sir, we can find revelation for any number. Jesus had 12 disciples. <laughs> Moses fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Twice. I can come with 80. The children of Israel were in the wilderness, I mean, in, under Pharaoh for 400 years. Jesus has died for 2,000 years. We can use any number. And I'm not trying to pull down the people that teach one is this, two is this, five is grace, ten is completion, twelve is... No, I'm not... I'm just giving you another. <laughs> because I want to help that person that after the seventh time, the rain hasn't yet come. Before you now lose focus and start going somewhere else. Elijah stayed there. See, it was... Arguments. God had told him there is the sound of abundance of rain. Situation or the devil was telling him there is nothing. Nobody will miss their rain this season. Nobody will lose out on their outpouring this season. Hallelujah. Came to pass after the, so permit me, the nth time. Nth time. You, you remember nth in your mathematics? Then he said, and I love this as well. And we, we've, we've talked about this. Notice what God promised. You see, I, I want to help us. These final days, we've been praying for rain. Let's start praying for abundance of rain. Hallelujah. Somebody shout abundance of rain. Because there's a difference between rain and abundance of rain. Talk to me, somebody. There is the sound of what? Abundance of rain. And even when this guy came back the seventh time, notice he didn't say, I see abundance of rain coming. And you know you can see, I mean, I woke up yesterday, I don't know whether I was here, everywhere was dark, I saw abundance of rain coming. The rain that ran yesterday, where I live, where I don't know about your area. I think it was about 3 o'clock eventually it was abundance of rain. You can see abundance of rain when it's coming. Am I talking to somebody? 
And that's when you see the rain that ran. <laughs> when it's abundance of rain. <laughs> if you didn't get that, maybe you catch it next week. <laughs> Hallelujah. Watch this. And please hold on to that word abundance. I'm, I'm going to tie it up with something. Ah, I have just a few minutes. I want to close. It came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud. As small as a man's hand. He didn't even say the hand of God. Rising out of the sea. Still rising, no? <laughs> the cloud is not even full yet. I just saw something <laughs> rise. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so he said to him, go up, say to Ahab. I mean, that, that, that sign was enough for Elijah. Prepare your chariots. Go down before the rain stops you. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Listen, somebody. I want you to hear me and I want you to hear me very well. One of the scriptures God told us to really emphasize on is that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And whoever you are, whatever you are going through, or whatever you have been through, I'm telling you by the spirit of the Lord, the same way Elijah told Ahab, before anything, and so look at the, the two things he told, what he did to Ahab here. He first him, sir, go and start rejoicing. That's really what he was trying to tell him. And he was just trying to tell him to get his expectation up. Notice there was nothing in the physical. There was nothing to point to naturally speaking. All Elijah had to stand on was that word that God gave him. And he did not wait for the abundance of rain to begin to manifest before you told him, go and start celebrating. Can you help me tap a neighbor again and tell them, start rejoicing. Start praising. Start singing. Start dancing for the abundance of rain. Then he went and he made the rain. See, Elijah understood his place and the authority God had given him over the nation. And the moment he could see the finger of God in the natural, he now sent another word to him. Go and get your child. Start riding back to Jezreel. Because this thing is coming now. Praise God forevermore. Lift your hands wherever you are. And say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the abundance of rain upon my life in this season. Go ahead and just celebrate God for a minute. Celebrate God for a minute. Celebrate him. Celebrate him. Thank you, Father. For the abundance of rain. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Eat and drink. Rejoice and praise. Celebrate, celebrate. Cast off every cloak of doubt, of sadness. Eat and drink. There is the sound of abundance of rain. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Listen. God gave me this word this morning as I was praying for the service. Colossians 1. And I'm going to close with this. This is what this abundance of rain. He said, so shall my word be. The rain 
comes with the word that God sends. This is what it will accomplish that which I please. It will prosper in the thing that I send it. The ring and the word, it's coming with a mission in your life. Can I hear a loud amen? It's coming with an assignment upon your life. Hallelujah. It's coming to accomplish something powerful in somebody's life. Glory be to God. Colossians 1.28. Please watch this. Him we preach. And that's talking about Jesus. Let me even say to you like this. Jesus is the reign. Hallelujah. I don't know if that makes sense. But I'm telling you it makes spirit. Glory be to God. Jesus is the reign. Praise God. And he's the one we are going to be preaching. We are going to be focusing on grace. We are going to be focusing on favor. We are going to be focusing on Christ. We are going to be talking about our Lord Jesus Christ. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Warning every man. So there will be rebuke. There will be correction. There will be warning. But watch what this reign is coming to accomplish. Watch what this word is coming to do in your life. Warning every man in all wisdom. That we may present every man perfect. In Christ Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. God told me to announce to you this pre-supernatural Sunday. The rain is coming to perfect every aspect of your life in the name of Jesus. It may look crooked now, but God is coming to perfect it. It may look shattered now, but God is coming to perfect it. It may look broken now, but God is coming to perfect it. It may look dry and as if it has been suffering from drought for three and a half years. But I hear the sound of abundance of rain. And that rain is coming to bring perfection into your life. It's coming to bring beauty into your life. It's coming to make things well. That we may present every man. Hallelujah. And God told me to tell you, stay in that place, keep focusing, keep believing for the rain until you begin to see perfection in your life. It may start like the hand of a man, a cloud that looks like the hand of a man, rising above the sea. In other words, it's small. You can't, is this God or is it just because... Buari is no longer the president. Tinubu is now in. Is this the Tinubu factor? So you are not yet sure. <laughs> but listen to me. If you will stay where God has told you to stay. Keep proclaiming that his word. Keep in, staying in that place of prayer. And stay focused. That thing that started like a small cloud that looked like the hand of a man. It will keep building up, it will keep building up, it will keep building up. And ultimately, you will see the manifestation of abundance of rain in your life. And it will bring perfection and beauty in your life. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know what perfection and beauty looks like for you, but that is God's word to you. That we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Rise up on your feet. My time is fast spent. That we may present every man. Teolo Sakata. 
I came to tell somebody this morning, the rain is coming to make you perfect in Christ. The word is coming to make you perfect in Christ. It will perfect your finances. It will perfect your marriage and your relationships. It will perfect your destiny. Perfect there means it will bring you to a place of maturity, a place of beauty, a place of completion. Hallelujah. God will take away all the mess and bring out beauty in somebody's life in the name of Jesus. If you know you are the one I'm talking about, lift your hands and begin to bless the Lord again this morning. Begin to praise him. Begin to eat and drink. <laughs> Hallelujah. Begin to rejoice before the Lord. Begin to celebrate God where you are. Go and eat and drink. Somebody begin to eat and drink. As you praise God this morning. For there is the sound of abundance of rain. And this rain is coming to perfect what is broken in your life. What is messed up. What is shattered. What the enemy has destroyed. What the enemy has kept in a state of drought. There is the sound of abundance of rain. And it will beautify your life. It will bring color into your life. If you know you are the one I'm talking to, begin to eat and drink. Begin to rejoice. Begin to praise. Don't stay silent. Don't stay quiet. Don't stand still. Go and eat and drink. Eat and drink. Eat and drink. Get into a mode of celebration. Throw away that spirit of heaviness and embrace the garment of praise. Throw away that cloth of mourning and put on a cloak of celebration. I hear the sound. There is a sound of abundance of rain and it's about to bring perfection, color, beauty into your life in the name of Jesus. If you are the one I'm talking to, come on, bless the Lord where you are this morning. If you can dance, begin to dance where you are. If you can celebrate, begin to celebrate where you are. Throw away every shackle that has robbed you of your joy, robbed you of your peace, robbed you of your celebration. It's your set time of favor. It's your set time to experience the mercy of God. It's your set time. Your set time. Come on, one more minute. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice before him. So shall my word be. It will not return void. It will accomplish that for which I sent it. It will, it will deliver in the thing I sent it. It will accomplish my will. It will accomplish my will. And my goal is that everyone should be presented perfect in Christ. Can we rejoice before him for one more minute? Somebody, one more minute. Rejoice before him. <laughs> Rejoice before him. Lay your hands on your head, please, very quickly. Father, the oil you have ordained for us in this season, the rain that you have released, 
Lord, let it begin to flow. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. For every participant of supernatural Lagos, fresh oil. Fresh grace. Fresh anointing. Fresh wisdom. That will bring perfection into every aspect of our lives. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. In the name of Jesus. And the people of God shouted another loud hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at King's Word Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.